This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will smart food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. One and three? How could this team have been one and three? This is the best team that's ever been. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. This week, you have the delightful pleasure of listening to I, James Radio, and Robcast. Rejoice in yet another Miami Dolphins triumph from last Sunday. Have you purchased your Andrew Van Ginkle jersey yet, Rob? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. That was so much fun. Ginkle, Van Ginkle with the with the blocks and the last of blocks and the scores and the whatnots. He's he's been make, getting it done. Nate Burleson was rocking an Andrew Van Ginkle jersey today on uh, NFL All Access this morning. Was he? That's uh, awesome. He looked great, actually. Actually, like he's, sharp jersey. Uh, he's actually good. He's actually good. We were complaining so much about James Lofton. Uh, Burleson's good at his at uh, at announcing and doing the. Uh, analysis and stuff no not just because of the jersey i actually remember enjoying his his uh his takes and stuff i do yeah i do like him on nfl all access in the morning he's he's he does a very nice job um yeah so i mean that game on sunday so the final score ended up being 29 to 21 boy it could have been a lot worse that game was was not very close at all dolphins made some some mistakes that kind of helped keep the chargers in it but Man, they looked uh, they looked dominant. That was, and the Chargers have been notoriously close to winning all of their games this season. But they were they just they never had the feeling like they were in it at all. They Herbert weren't. did not look at all like what he looked like in all the other action I've seen him this season. You know why? Because he's not as good as Tua. Whoa! I said it. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, Tua 
I think I feel like Tua could have played better. I, I, I would They're like to see the it's team get him some weapons as well. But I think Tua was. I I, I still I still love Tua. Like I I, I think it was uh, the team definitely has made the right. I well, it's too early to say that, but I'm happy with the choice. I love watching him play on Sundays, and uh, you know, three and zero out of the gate is a very good start, even if he hasn't had to do too too much. Would you like right? to hear my ridiculous overreaction to the start of the season? Yes, please, Rob. I think everyone would like to hear that. I name me a quarterback besides Patrick Mahomes you would trade Tua for right now. Um. Yeah, you had to think about it. <laughs> I am thinking about it. Russell Wilson, <laughs> but maybe. the age. But like, would you would you want to have this young team with Russell? Yeah, I mean. There's guys that are better than him now, but at his age and with what he can become, no, you I know. literally well, I think mean, about Rogers it. I mean, is a better quarterback, but yeah. I wouldn't trade Tua for him. But exactly. I, actually, I would trade Tua for, for Russell Wilson, wouldn't you? Probably. Yeah. I mean, Wilson's still not even 30 yet. Right. Um, Kyler Murray is also very He's, good. And there, I mean, there's guys in the conversation. Murray's in the conversation. But I mean, but that's how like, that's how ridiculously jacked up I am is that there's only one sure answer to that. You know, like Mahomes, everyone would take Mahomes. He's, you know, with his age and what he's doing, but like Correct. Lamar Jackson, no, the way he's been playing this year, there's no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. And that's no, insane. I, yeah. That was the MVP and he's great. <laughs> what about Burrow? Oh God, no. He's yeah, based off what we've seen. And he's six years older than Tua. That, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I forget. I forgot about that. He's like that. I forget that he's one of those like Chris Wanky. Uh, I mean, it's not that bad, that but like he's that? he is older than Lamar Jackson. He's like twenty. He's he's twenty five. I think he? he, he's. I don't know when his birthday is, but this is his twenty four, twenty five year. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. Uh, he was twenty four like, when they drafted Brandon Whedon him. was twenty seven. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Wanky was like twenty eight. Wasn't it was he? something crazy like that. <laughs> I always I made the argument. I remember when Winky was in uh, a quarterback at Florida State, and I, I think he won the Heisman. And I was like, that should not be allowed. Like there should be age limits. Like the dude was like twenty seven. I'm like, that's like these kids are. He's playing against eighteen and nineteen year olds. Like right, they're still know, growing. Like, that's that shouldn't be allowed. But anyway, onto uh, onto how how fantastic Sunday was. So. um yeah, Herbert to me, uh, you know, and I'd actually watched some Chargers games this year. He looked like a different guy. I think our defense is. I mean, I've I've been saying it for we've we've been saying it for a while. This defense is is very very solid. It's definitely a top unit in the NFL. They played like it on Sunday. They had him, they had him confused. They were they were getting pressure. They had coverage. I mean, they took Keenan Allen away. Uh, they did you know the the corner the the secondary on this team. Uh, is elite, yes. uh, at least in, from the cornerback position. I like the way our safeties are playing, even if they're not true traditional safeties. But Eric Rowe is, uh, you know, he's he's good at eliminating the opposition's tight ends. Uh, Bobby McCain, uh, he's been is, great. Is a good center fielder, and he's been making some plays as well. But you know who really showed up on Sunday that was uh, that was surprising to me, and we hadn't seen a lot of him this year was uh, was Nick Needham. Needham. Yeah, he. I think. Did, but, do you know? Did he get in because Igbenogany was uh, was it was Igbenogany injured, or did they just insert? Uh, they just wanted to get Needham in, into the lineup. I think they. I think Igbenogany got. I don't want to say benched, but I think he got moved down the 
that he because he was doing chart. kickoffs. Like at some point he was doing it might even have been last week too, the game before, <clears throat> but he was on the kickoff team. That I think I think right because Grant is now a receiver, so you got to kind of right. you can't have him taking every single kick. So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there are some there are some depth issues at the wide receiver position. I would like to cover that. So we, we touched talked on it briefly last week, but um, but no, Needham. I thought Needham was uh, terrific on Sunday. He had a sack. Um, you know, he had a, had a couple pass breakups. Um, the, the defense just looked. I mean, with him as the third corner, those Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, Nick Needham. Uh, that's that's a pretty solid top three. Um, you know, to run out there and then Ibnogany is a good depth guy. Uh, but that's, and then you have, you know, McCain can, can come up and play the slot as well. Uh, row can, can cover all the tight ends. Your linebackers are pretty athletic. Uh, it's, I, I like what this defense is doing. I like the way that they, obviously I like the way they're playing, but I just, I like all the different looks they can give you. They have all these interchangeable parts. It's uh it's fun to watch. It's kind of a, uh, saw some who was wearing I don't. Did you see one of them was wearing uh, no name defense cleats? I think it might have been Eric. Rowe. Oh, I did not. I don't I know if you saw that. that I didn't. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. Did you see? I saw. I think I saw the video in the in the Dolphins Reddit uh, sub. But somebody had posted a a, a clip of all the amoeba defenses. Like it was. I think it was like five or seven times. You know, we ran the amoeba where where all seven. There's just seven guys standing at the line and you don't know yep. who's coming. And like, sometimes they all came sometimes three rush, sometimes four or five. And it just basically, I don't think, I don't think they had a positive play um, out of it. Like Herbert didn't know what to expect. He couldn't react fast enough. And I, I'm not, not, you know, I knocked him earlier. I mean that veteran there's veterans who don't know how to handle that. And he's a rookie and that's fine. But I love having the defense that can do that to an opposing quarterback. That's just amazing. Yeah, it was great. I, I love our front seven. We, I think we're lacking a little bit of, I mean, and this plays into what we were saying with the kind of the no-name defense, even though we do have the corners are, are pretty big names. Byron Jones and Xavier Howard have both uh, made Pro Bowls. And, and you know, and they're, they are, they're you two know, very, of the three highest paid cornerbacks. So you- <laughs> as, yes, correct. But the the front seven, um, you know, it's there's not a lot of star power up there, but those are all what, you know, they're all versatile. They're interchangeable. You know, Ogba, Lawson, Van Noy, Van Ginkle, uh, Jerome Baker, Christian Wilkins, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're these guys that can, they can, you know, they're, they can play close to the line. They can drop back into coverage. I mean, even, even Wilkins has gotten an interception this year, dropping oh, back into coverage. So, so awesome. it's, it's pretty amazing to see. And it's, it's been a lot of fun to watch. The last five games have just been just great, great entertainment on Sunday for, 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 for yours truly. And for the second week in a row, the well, last, two weeks ago was the the defense. This time it was the special teams, basically just setting us up. They didn't score, but they got us to the one. And now all of a sudden, like, I mean, and I've we've said this before. This defense is made to play from 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 a lead. We they're still not great at stopping the run. And if if we fall behind, I'm worried. Uh, you know, I'm worried about the lesser team that gets ahead of us. And now, we're, and I don't think this defense will be able to do what it does best. And we might and we might get surprised by a, a team we would think we'd beat. But the way they're playing, that hasn't even come close to happening yet. 
Agreed. And that's a great segue into just kind of like recapping, you know, how the game went. So the, the Chargers get the ball. Uh, they quickly go three and out. And then Van Ginkle blocks the punt. As you mentioned, Dolphins are set up on the one yard line. They immediately score seven, nothing right away. So we were kind of joking at the bar that, you know, <laughs> every single game two is out there. They seem to be up seven, nothing before he has to do anything. Yeah, it's amazing. So, and, and that's, that's great. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. The, the, the Rams game was a little different. They did actually get behind before they, they before the defense That's started true. getting. All and that was turnovers. on. A, that was also we were only behind because of a because of a turnover. The, the correct. Fumble. Yep. So, um, but again, that the defense keeps it up. They get you know they don't they don't score directly, but they did uh, set up a very easy touchdown for uh, for for Ahmed, um, who for for my money out of the the running backs that we've seen this year, uh, he's been the best of the bunch in my estimation. I like what he's done more than, than Gaskin even. Um, I don't know how, how you feel about that from what you've seen, but I thought, I mean, that uh, game was the best game from one of our running backs, but this offense is the, but the offense is it's, it's evolving every week. So I don't know that Gaskins couldn't have, he looks great. He looks fine. Yeah. He looks good in there. He's faster than Gaskin. Uh, right. You know, he's got, he's shiftier for sure. Um, Gaskin probably runs with a little bit more power, um, I, which I do like to see. I mean, I've like, I'm glad we have both of them. I um, do want to see but, what Breida could do. And with given some touches, <laughs> like if, I think this might be the week. This might be the week, and we'll talk about that uh, as we get further along. So they score. Uh, so it's 7-0 right off the bat. Chargers get the ball back. Uh, again, are forced to punt. Uh, the Dolphins go down the field again and go up 14-0. Uh, now, on this, uh, the first touchdown pass that Tua threw was to uh, to Parker, who made an amazing one-handed catch in the back of the end zone, uh, ruled a touchdown on the field, uh, then overruled. Um, and it was a direct um, – what's the word I'm looking for uh, directly the opposite of what we saw in the Rams game uh, when I believe it was Justin Reynolds or, uh, or Jefferson, maybe one of the Rams uh, depth wide receivers made a catch where clearly his second foot did not come in bounds, but they said because his, he got another body part in bounds, which was, I guess his shin, they gave him the catch. Now, Parker, clearly his calf and shin were in bounds when he had control of the ball. His second foot may have even been in bounds, according to the announcer on the TV. Uh, but they overruled the call. And um, his uh, I just I was, didn't think I, that one was as egregious as you did. His second foot was definitely nowhere in the and the that honestly, that whole shin thing was like the first I ever heard of it. I'm like, how the heck can you get your shin in before your knee hits? But but I, I mean, to me, I didn't see it. I, I agree. It's weird that they called it in that other game. Um, it's the same call, and they yeah. went, you know, went against us, and they actually went against us both times, but you know, in in different circumstances. So just very, very odd, very frustrating. Our the entire hey, we got the entire bar I was watching the game with was up in arms because we were like one body part or whatever ridiculous thing they said during the Rams game when they gave them the catch uh, doesn't go in our favor this time. But no matter. Uh, the very next play is a uh, third and third in goal. And uh, Tua just laced that ball into uh, Jakeem Grant in the end zone. That was just a, a fantastic throw. The throw to Parker was fantastic as well. And I, again, Parker made a fantastic one-handed catch, but um, uh, it seems like it, it, what I, what I really have liked about uh, Tua in the, you know, the, the early going is these scores uh, inside the five, the throws that he makes, those are tough throws. It's a, it's a, it's those windows are a lot tighter and you know they might be shorter throws, but his they are on the money, and they are you know that that's hard to do. We haven't seen it <laughs> for years, so it's been uh, it's it's been pretty pretty incredible. I think when he throws, I am like you know in the old days when the when the 
quarterback would heave the ball and you'd kind of be like, oh, I hope there's somebody there or that he might be open. You when, know he's throwing it to when somebody. When he throws it, I'm shocked when it doesn't when it's not in a guy's hands. Um, when yes. it's not right at somebody where it needs to be. Agreed. Agreed. And yeah, it's been it's been fantastic to watch and it'll be nice to see him continue to do that next Sunday. Um, but yeah, so 14 nothing right off the bat. Chargers get the ball again, do nothing with it. Three and out. The, yep. The Dolphins are then marching down the field and then it's a third down and long. And we see the first of what becomes two horrible snaps from Ted Karras on the same drive. That is uh, is low and at to his feet, but no worry. He picks it up and throws again. Just a you know, just a, a back the, shoulder. The, the motion of picking that up and throwing, <laughs> knowing exactly where he was going, he had identified the one on one coverage. Parker makes a fantastic catch. I would like to see much more of that this season than we've seen, but it was you know it was great to see. Um, and it's a I think it was the longest pass play of the day for the Dolphins. Um, but yeah, just a just fantastic play. So they're marching and they're about to go up twenty one nothing. They had a third and short, and that's and then Karras uh, just with a terrible snap, and the ball gets booted around. Uh, it's then picked up by uh, former Dolphin linebacker Zach Vigil, who uh, begins running down the field. But Tua is able to hold him up for the Cavalry to get there and make the tackle uh, to stop him from scoring. But the Chargers do end up scoring a touchdown uh, following that turnover. Just a weird series of events on that drive. Karras didn't have any more bad snaps the rest of the game. I. I don't even know really what happened there. And did you, uh, did you notice anything odd going on there, Rob, outside of the snaps being completely terrible? No, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, they was just one of those things. They showed him on the sidelines, like drying his hands crazy with the towel or whatever, but it just, I mean, it's funny cause it, it, it's one of those things that rarely happens, but I'm like, I do crap like that all the time at work where I'd screw up and have a, a brain fart and, and, mess up something that i'm not supposed to so it's shocking when these guys do but i I think it was just one of those things dolphins end up adding a field goal before the half they go in 17 to 7 uh and then they get the ball back they do not score uh the chargers end up uh you know the dolphins do not score after the half but the the chargers do end up getting uh going down the field and making it a uh 17 14 they, they scored again right they, they scored yep. right that was when they scored was immediately following so it was 17 to 14 um and then the dolphins were able to get back down the field and uh, get another jason sanders field goal to go up 20 to 14 um then, before what's that oh the, the next drive was the uh was the huge was the turn was X's right the, uh, and then the chargers uh, have a chance to go down and take the lead but Xavier Howard makes a fantastic play, steps in front of a ball. Uh, I believe it was intended for Keenan Allen, who was just not just was completely covered all day. Like they, they had him blanketed. He did not. I think he had two catches, which is unheard of because he's one of the he is one of the best receivers in the NFL. Um, so Howard makes a, a tremendous interception, uh, just a great jump on the ball, almost takes it back to the house. Uh, and then the Dolphins end up getting a touchdown. Um Tremendous, uh, tremendous play at the goal line. There was that a third and goal? Uh, for that touchdown, I don't know if it was a third and goal or not, but it was a, uh, it was just a, a great play. Uh, some you had some pre-snap motion, Smythe coming across the offense. Uh, they fake one way, and then Tua's, you know, uh, just lobs it up to him. He's wide open. Uh, oh yeah, I think it was third. End. It was third down. Love to see that. Love to see that type of play. Um, I think you and I are obviously big fans of the uh, the pre-snap motion. I'm starting to see the offense opening up a little bit more uh, with these sorts of plays with Tua being in there. Um, 
you know, just, uh, and, you know, at that point, the, uh, you know, the game is kind of out of reach. I believe Jason Sanders did end up missing a field goal at some point. Uh, so his streak ended, but he did end up making another one to make it 29 to, uh, to 14. And then the, uh, the chargers did end up getting a, a garbage time touchdown, making it 29, 21 as your final, which by um, the way, was Keenan Allen's third catch was the garbage. Uh, touchdown. Okay. So he did, he caught the touchdown. I Seven didn't. targets I, for three catches. Don't think I even realized that by that point, I believe our, our victory shots had come out and I had maybe tuned out <laughs> by that point, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just a uh, all around dominating performance. I mean, it very easily could have been, you know, 35, <laughs> 35 points, you know, 40 points, 38 points. Uh, but so you know, there's 29, 21 and a, a dominating defensive performance, even though they did give up the 21 points, uh, they just, they looked great. They looked great in all phases. Um, I, I feel like in the, the second half, you know, they did kind of dial it. They've, they've been doing that a lot this year where they're just kind of like dialing it back a little bit on offense, but I was actually it's gonna, really hard to complain. I was going to bring that up. Um, but first, by the way, the, the Chargers get to maintain their streak of all their losses are by one score with that garbage touchdown because they got within <laughs> eight, even though they were never in this game. I mean, they made it close for a second and we, we tore it out from their We tore their throats out. But as far as to what you just said about how we kind of take the foot off, this feels very uh, Belichickian. There was there were years and where like they would just do enough to win against the teams that they knew. You know, like the, forget the Moss year where they just came out and said we're going to beat everybody by fifty. Most of the time, yep. they would hold stuff back and they would just run. If they're winning, they would just run the simplest thing. And I, I mean, I'm getting that same vibe from Flores that you know that he I'm sure picked up from Belichick where it's like, don't, we don't need to show anybody our whole playbook until we the need defense to show stays aggressive, the which I like, they yeah. don't go into that, like prevent that kind, of, like. Uh, is, kind it, of defense, which is nice. Yeah. If you're um, able to shut them down, just keep shutting them down. Right. And I think that's, that's the philosophy. At least that's what we've seen. And I, I, I'm fine with it. Um, obviously I, <laughs> I mean, I want like winning. I want to see them <laughs> um, win by 50, but I also, like the fact that they, I'm sure they have more tricks up their sleeve that they're not, they're not showing for no reason, right? They didn't need to do anything special in these games offensively to win in the Cardinals game. They did, and then they did. They moved the ball. Yes. So things that are slightly concerning um, for me are the the wide receiver depth. Um, you know, without Preston Williams out there, um, and just I, I still just don't feel like Devonte Parker's 100. percent But now teams are able to key on him a little bit. Um, Jakeem Grant is your number two wide receiver is fine in, in short spurts, I guess, one. but it's, I don't think that that's ultimately <laughs> like the, the position that we want to be in. Gusecki made some nice plays, uh, in this game, uh, bouncing back from having a couple drops, uh, the week before, um, the running back situation is a little, you know, uh, well, I mean, it's definitely much better than they hurt. were last year. Jordan I'm, Howard was cut, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that. I guess we should have led with that or something, but it's not surprising the money he was getting paid once they. Were, he just doesn't fit the offense. Um, he cleared waivers. I don't think anybody signed him yet. Obviously, there, um, nobody was signing him with the contract we gave him. The contract doesn't bother me because we had the we had the uh, the cap space. It's not it's not going to hurt us anywhere. Um, but yeah, he it's it's fine. We. We don't need him. You put him in, everybody knows what you're doing because all he can do is run up the middle. Speaking of Dolphin running backs, how about the ghost of Kalen Balazs? Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. He looked good. Did he? I mean, he he averaged almost three yards a carry, so I guess that's better than than what we were used to seeing. Um, 
he he did look he looked capable. I believe he had something like twenty carries for fifty five yards. Eighteen carries for sixty eight yards. So, oh, he must have had a long one at the end. Then he, he had was, an eleven yarder at some point. Uh, yeah, that's. What, <laughs> um, he also made some catches. I was uh, just in in disbelief watching him actually gain caught positive five yards. of six targets for thirty four yards. Yeah. Um, yeah, he looked like a like an actual NFL running back, sort of. Yeah, no, um, I mean he looked fine. Look, I'm 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 not wishing we had him, but I wish him well. I'm yeah, glad he doesn't uh, have to play for the Jets. Know. You know, whatever. I, I, I wish he would have played anything remotely close to that when he was, you know, getting a chance to play here. Um, but yeah, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, anything else? You know, I, I like I liked, like I said, I like what I saw out of Ahmed. I would really like to see some more weapons on offense. Maybe that's kind of where we're. Maybe that's where we're headed in the offseason when the you know with with all the draft picks that we have and the cap space. Well, remember we also get Wilson back if he if he if he doesn't get cut. But like Wilson is is a is a is Hearns. a weapon. I actually think Hearns is more of is is a better fit for the offense. Hearns than, is a is that good like third down like need a catch kind of guy like a reliable guy to have you know especially yeah. without Preston Williams like that big body was nice to have. Um, but those are those are two pieces, you know. Obviously, Callaway, you know, may will find out if he's going to be on the team next year or whatever he does. In yeah, it's heartening weeks. that he's not getting. I mean, the fact that he's not getting any run right now when they need wide receiver help should be pretty telling, I would think. For oh, I don't think he. I don't remember. I don't know. Recall exactly when he was activated, but I don't think he was on the active roster for last week. But he is for this week. Um, he might just not have known the playbook well enough. I mean, they. You know, Hollins is there. They bear, you know, Perry's there. They've got Bounds there. Well, no, Bounds was out for COVID, right? Oh, uh, uh, was that what? Week? Yeah, I yeah. guess we'll see. I don't know. Perry made some actual plays this week, which, you know, was, was uh, you know, good to see. But he's he's so little. Like, and we already have one little tiny guy <laughs> that's right. running around out there. Need some size. Um, need some size and some playmakers. But um, anyway, uh, going, that leads us into, uh, we're going into Denver uh, this week. Uh, a very bad Broncos team. I thought they were going to be a little better than, they, than they've shown this year. They've had some, you know, their number one wide receivers out for the year. Their best Cortland defenders. Sutton, but they have other playmakers their on offense. Their best defenders uh, out as well. Who's out? Their best defender's been out for the whole season too. Von Miller, correct? Yes, but I just specifically on offense, I right. thought they were they would have some some uh, some more luck there. Um, but yeah, they're uh, you know they're they're not a good team. They got hammered by the Raiders on Sunday, and yeah, I think it's a it's a very winnable game for us going in there. I think we again we match up very well, even if Drew Locke does play, who's a little banged up. Um, you know, he doesn't scare me not with those weapons, not with what they've done as a as a team this year. I think our defense will give them fits. Uh, our corners will be able to lock down their their wide receiver talent. They do have uh, Jerry Judy, who's a, a rookie out of Alabama, who played, uh, who is, I, I believe, to his favorite target at Alabama. Um, and he's played he's played well in spurts. Noah Fant, the tight end, is also uh, you know always a threat as a receiver. Um, and the running game is pretty solid. But I mean, I, I got to say, I think they're going to be very overmatched against our defense on Sunday. And their defense uh, is pretty well coached, but you know they're they they don't they don't have a lot of star star power on the defensive side of the ball, and I think we'll be able to uh, I think we'll be able to move the ball well. I believe you know Parker should have a, a pretty big game against their their secondary, and I, I think the Dolphins win. Um, let's see, what did I have it? At? I wrote it down. I think the Dolphins win twenty seven 
to 16 on Sunday, Rob. That's that's my prediction. Nice. So, uh, yes to all that you said. Obviously, you didn't. Uh, they you know they have Melvin Gordon, who's been a big disappointment, and they didn't really need him because now it just means Philip Lindsay gets less touches. Um, weird that to me that was a weird signing. Yeah. Um, Drew Locke has been terrible this year. He's had two like giant fourth quarters. But other than that, he's been awful. He might not even play. His backups are even worse than him. The fact that even on the road, we're only favored by three and a half is a giant spit in my eye. That is insulting. This should be <laughs> this line should be six points at least. This is this is crazy. Um, and I think we are going to so I think we'll do like we've done. We'll we'll we're going to have a lead and reel it in. So it's not like we're going to roll up the points like we probably should. So we're only going to win 35 to 13. Love the confidence, Rob. Okay. Um, all right. So Rob and I both like the Dolphins to win and win comfortably and cover. Um, when we come back from the break, we will uh, recap last week's pick them and go through the rest of the NFL. So please stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. And we're back. All right, Rob. So why don't you recap what happened in Pick'em last week? It was not a victory for myself, nor was it a victory for yourself. It was not because we picked that Buffalo Cardinals game. I had the winning side Cardinals, but I was giving up two freebie points to you and that crazy... Uh, the Hail Murray, as it's dubbed, <laughs> you put them up by two because, and also because they took the knee. Was that was that the game where they took the knee for the two points, so so it couldn't be blocked to be brought back? I think they just. I don't think they were required to. I don't. It was one of those walk off things where they weren't even required no, to run you, another play. No, but you have to. You have to do. You have to kick the extra point. That's only in overtime where you don't. You have to do that play, but they took a knee in the two point conversion um, because if that kick is blocked they could take it back for two points and tie you oh i don't even think and they there did. Was i no, don't think they had to do yeah, that yeah because there was there was still like five seconds like there was still like two seconds they had to kick it off and and then they it was didn't over. make us kick a they didn't make us kick an extra point after the miami miracle was it that wasn't over to, yeah uh, well yeah they i'm sure they did you have to no they didn't of course they did that's the rules you have they, to. They didn't. They did. <laughs> they did. They did not. Well, we'll we'll pause it and and well, we won't pause it. But I'll look. It Either up way, it doesn't matter. That, that game was a push. Then finish finish with the recap. You're bad at this. You're the one interrupting with nonsense. <laughs> I'm giving straight facts. You're being like, I don't remember that, so it must be so. So the next game. <laughs> Uh, you took the Broncos, uh, and that was a terrible idea because they got destroyed by the Raiders. And I took the Seahawks, and that was a terrible idea because they got destroyed by the Rams. So they did, they did, and the NFC is just kind of a mess. I don't, I, I, just, I don't really see a very solid 
top team out there at all. All, all of them are flawed. Is so that just yeah? To but, me, it just seems like the Chiefs and everybody else. Yeah, I mean, and the Steelers are undefeated and they seem flawed. So yeah, the yeah. Chief and and the Chiefs get to play the one team that beat them this week. So we'll we'll talk about that in a moment. So yeah, so you have fifteen wins, I have thirteen, but you have the you have one, two, three four weeks against my three weeks. So pretty close and pick them. So yeah, pick getting pretty there. Close. All right. Fancy Arizona Cardinals not getting three points on Thursday night at Seattle Seahawks. We both like the Cardinals in this game. We do. Um, just cause the, this Seahawks team is reeling a little bit. I don't know. They're getting Hyde back. They may get Carson back. So I think that will help a lot. And helps. They don't look the same. I, I think on, on offense, there's something going on there. But I mean, that's I, been the, they've always been... kind of struggled within the division. Um, but yeah, they're, they don't look the same. They're off, but their offensive struggles are tied to not having Carson and, 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 or, and or Carlos Hyde. Like they can't run at all. I think that lets teams, you know, double up on the, on Metcalf and Lockett. Lockett was hurt, um, and limited. Um, but I don't know. And this is the one where Seattle will probably come out and win. Cause it's weird, but, but, uh, I'll, I'll take the, I'm taking the points basically. Falcons plus four and a half at New Orleans Saints without Drew Brees. So Drew Brees cracked some ribs and has, is it one lung, lung that's punctured or was it both lungs that were punctured? Uh, Pretty I think nasty it's just the one, there. but that's enough. But it's like four ribs that are fractured, like have the fracture. It's, he got he got crushed. Yes, um, and he's an old man. I wouldn't be bad. Oh, actually, this, this is one we took, isn't it? It is. So yeah, I took the Falcons. You're getting to take the Falcons with four and a half. I'm taking Camara, basically. Um, All right. Now, so, who do you, th- yeah, you I, I think you- the Falcons they play them tough anyway, even when and the Falcons aren't very good. But I like them with their points. Do you think, think they're going to be- go with? Is it is it Jameis or is it Hill or it, a weird combination? It's going to be Jameis. I'm sure Hill will get in there quite a bit, though. Right. Well, last year when uh, Bridgewater got hurt, when Hill was the number two, they didn't use him in those packages because he was the number two quarterback. So it'd be interesting. Um, Jameis, man, he could th- he could throw some bombs, and that Michael Thomas could be like, maybe I'll catch it, maybe they'll catch it. Let's see. It might we'll see be, how it goes. It should be a be fun experiment. He didn't look. Uh, Jameis did not look good in the in the little bit he played. Um, that's last you know week. why because he's not <laughs> because he's not good. Yeah. All right. Cincinnati Bengals getting a point and a half at the Washington Football Team. This seems weird to me. I don't know why the Washington Football Team would be favored, but as you so aptly put it. Alex Smith did have 400 yards passing against the the Lions uh, last weekend, so maybe there is something there on this offense. I like the Bengals and the de- and their defense is for real. Like the the their defense is for real. So I, for real ish, gave up 34 points to the Lions. Well, the Lions are great. I know how much you love the Lions. <laughs> we both like the Bengals, right? We do. All right. Speaking of, let the, the third, Detroit Lions getting a best, point and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Sorry, I was just going to say, let the third best quarterback of the draft get a, get a second win. <laughs> oh, man. I think uh, I do think Burrow is probably better than Herbert. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. But I think all three of them can play. I, I do I yeah, do think that. I I'm, think I was... A little, a little, a little quick to jump the gun on uh, on Burrow being a bust. I think they're both. I, I think all three of them are uh, NFL caliber quarterbacks. They are. I, I'm actually surprised. I, the, the Herbert's the one that's surprising me. I didn't think he'd be this good. 
Um, he looked more like what I thought he was going to look like against the Dolphins right. on Sunday. Um, but I've, I've seen him play other games, and he was just phenomenal in those games. So right. um, anyway, all right, Lions getting a point and a half at the Panthers. I like the Panthers. I believe you like your Detroit Lions because you love them so much. They're the second-best team in the NFL. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, the Panthers did get smoked by the Bucks on Sunday, but I, there's something about their offense I, I like. I like Bridgewater, and Bridgewater's their, their wide receivers not are all pretty good. And they're even Mike Davis, the backup running back, is is a good running back. So Bridge- I think they're going to put up some points. Bridgewater's out. Is he? Yes, uh, he's. I don't know if it's for there. There's there's more than. I'm pretty sure Teddy ain't playing. Um, oh, well, they, if he's not playing, that's going <laughs> to. All right, whatever. Uh, that's fine. That's one for you. <laughs> well, honestly, the guy they have is very. It's it, they've got like one of those uh, XFL stars, the guy who's coming in. Oh, so he practiced on a limited basis, so he might play. It's not it's not known whether he'll play. But PJ Walker is the back. Oh yeah, I remember him. Who's, uh, yeah, I remember him. From, was it XFL or was it a AFL? I don't remember. I think it was the XFL, was. but was I don't remember. Okay, I remember he was good when I when I watched him play. New England Patriots giving two and a half points to the Houston Texans in Houston. These are these are weird teams. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we both like the Patriots though. We just need would like the Texans to lose even more than we'd like the the Patriots to lose at this point for our picks. True, and it ruins the Patriots draft position as well. So, right. Um, Philadelphia Eagles getting three going into Cleveland. Uh, this line seems very low to me because the Eagles are very bad, and the Browns are pretty good. Uh, I like the Browns. Browns beat bad teams, and the Eagles. I thought they were going to like be the team to come out of the NFC East. But I, they, I, there, there's something wrong with them. I don't know if Wentz is hurt. I don't know what is going on, but they are terrible. Yeah, they are not very good. That is, that is correct. All right. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars getting ten points at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think we both like the Steelers here, but the Jaguars might be a sneaky backdoor cover. It's not one I'd be comfortable betting because, of, because I think the Jags will keep it close for some reason, but. But yeah, you, at this point, you just go with those Steelers till they, till they lose. Tennessee Titans, boy, they've come back to earth. Plus six at the Baltimore Ravens. Now the Titans crushed them in Baltimore last year in the playoffs. Doesn't look like the same Tennessee team to me. Doesn't look um, like the same Baltimore team. Or the same Baltimore <laughs> team. That is correct. But I, I, I do think Baltimore wins. I, I, I think they cover. I just the the Titans defense isn't isn't what they were, but Lamar Jackson doesn't really look that great either. I don't know. This is a weird Six game. Six is too. too many. Do you, do you, I thought you want the, I thought you'd had the Titans in this one. Do you want the Ravens? I'll switch that out for the lions if you want, because I'm taking the Titans, the six points too much. I think the, I think this will be a close game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'll keep, okay. I'll keep the Panthers in, in hopes that I thought you Bridgewater liked the plays. Titans, but you, what you just said made it sound like you liked the Ravens. So I was, I was told. I don't really like either of them, honestly, quite, no, they're quite both, frankly, they're both playing beneath what we expected them to be at this point. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd stay away from that one. I, my heart tells me the Ravens are going to win, but I, they're definitely not going to cover. I don't think. Anyway, uh, next game, New York Jets getting eight and a half at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers find a way to make games close. That's for sure. The Jets have been really, really sniffing that first win. I I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't pick it, but uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they cover here. Rob? I, I'm not allowed to pick the Jets, so I, I abstain from this game because, honestly, that eight and a half feels like way too many points. I mean, the Chargers are a better team, but they're – 
they're they're poor. I mean, they're is it poor coaching? I mean, you felt the difference that uh, we we forgot to mention in our recap. But one of the other things they had a they went offsides on our field goal attempt on our second touchdown. That should have been a field goal, and they went offsides that's, on a field goal. That's that's uh, you never see that. That's terrible. That is correct. That and was, that's that just was a huge break for the Dolphins that we did forget. And that's to, just to. one of those things that like they do. You know, it's not like people. Oh, they're cursed. They're not cursed. They're stupid. They do stupid things. So. Yeah. It'd be hard. There's no way I could lay eight and a half points with the Chargers. Fair enough. Cowboys plus seven at Vikings. Vikings are uh, on a roll lately, and they uh, that offense is looking pretty, uh, pretty good. I, I like the I like the Vikings. I, I'm surprised this line is so low. I, I think so. <laughs> for what it's worth, Dalton's coming back. Is this are they off? <laughs> are they off the bye too? Right, they didn't play last week, so they're coming off a bye. They're getting Dalton back. I think that's why the line is where it's at. I'm, I'm assuming, and everybody, and the stink of the Vikings is still pretty fresh on them. They they were awful in the beginning of the year, so before Dalvin Cook just said, "You know what? No more throwing." Me, I, just enough. give me the ball. <laughs> Green Bay Packers two and a half points at the Indianapolis Colts. This Colts team is pretty sneaky good. I like the Colts in this game at home. I, the Packers are not good when they face teams that have good defenses, and the Colts have a good defense. And I like the Packers because the Colts are not a good team when they face a good team. Like when I guess we'll see. When you have like got to give. Like when you picked them against the Ravens a couple weeks ago. I remember. I remember that one. If only they played only one half of football. <laughs> Los Angeles Rams plus three and a half going into Tampa. Tampa looked like a completely different team last week. Um, I still think they're probably the best team in the NFC. Um, I don't think the Rams can compete with them. I don't think Goff and, and their offense match up well with the Bucks' defense at all. Um, I I like the Bucks in this game. I agree. If you can get to like we prove like we like we were the team that proved it. But uh, if you can get to Goff with pressure, he is a terrible quarterback. If he has time, he can be a very he can be a very the okay quarterback because there's yeah. a ton of weapons. But if he can't get him the weapons, uh, I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball on the Bucks. He reminds me a lot of Ryan Tannehill. Um, yeah, just I can see that. Size, arm strength, ta- like, you know, overall overall talent. Um, yeah, if, if you get to him, and I just, I feel like the Bucks have that, that, that type of defense that'll give him a hard time. And then also, uh, the Rams do have a very good defense. So that, that, that should, I think it, it should be a good game. I just, I just like the Bucks to win. I agree. All right, and that that is Pick'em for the week. So we're going to go into our second break, but when we come back, (gasps) it's time for Fantasy Camp. Fantasy Camp. Stay tuned. And we're back. That leads us to my favorite part of the show, Fantasy Camp. Hit it, Rob. Fantasy Camp. Rob, why don't you tell the good people what happened to you last week in fantasy camp? So, I know a lot of our, our listeners they 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 play fantasy. This was just one of the weeks I had a lot of bye weeks, and uh, I didn't have a lot. <laughs> I wasn't able to get a lot of players going. Um, I got destroyed. So, James had two players outscore my entire team because my entire team was. Uh, Devontae Parker's two catches for 31 points and uh, 
did Perry actually have two catches for 21 yards and six rushing yards, or did I type that in wrong? No, he did. And and Parker was robbed of that touchdown. So. And he was robbed of a touchdown, which wouldn't have mattered. You beat me 32 to 8. Um, <laughs> 32 to 8? Because I had Brita, who I replaced with Washington, who didn't do anything because you had already had Ahmed. Um, you, you, you took... I went Parker. You took Kasiki Grant. I went uh, Brita Hollins. Wow, did I really leave? Oh, because I took because I thought Brita was going to play, and then you got Ahmed and Callaway, who wasn't even active, and you didn't need him because I literally had two guys that didn't play, and I had Van Noy for defense. You had Xavier, who had the pick. Um, yeah, it just was not. It was not good all around. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> and for the season, <laughs> for the season. I've got one win. I'm nine and one. Yeah, but nine I also, and one. But I also, I'm counting the bye week as a win for me. <laughs> um, well, you sure, not, you, you sure didn't lose that week. That is for sure. It's not a close nine and one because our point totals are you're 264 to my 191. So it's not even like, <laughs> it's not even, and and like 30 points is a good week. So you're like, it's like I would need two weeks of playing by myself to maybe tie you for our for our new listeners who might not be familiar with what fantasy camp is uh, i normally normally kick off this segment by explaining what it is in the rules so it's every week rob and i draft a new uh fantasy team comprised solely of miami dolphins skill players um it is a ppr um but basically wide receivers tight ends and running backs and we get one defensive player one running back um, two wide receivers a flex who could be your tight end or a running back or a wide receiver and then the defender yes correct so um this week i have the pleasure of picking first um i am going to select devonte parker all right and i am going to take uh grant and gasecki I see we're 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 flipping the roles from last week. I see flipping it. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to hit you with this, and you're not going to like it very much. Oh no! Uh, I'm going to take Ahmed and uh, Matt Breida. So you oh, have no running back. Come on! I, t- I I specifically I'm like I don't know which one to pick, so I'll take the one left over, forgetting about <laughs> the flex. Oh, that was terrible. See, I'm terrible at this. All right, that is awful. I hate you. Um, it's like you didn't make up the rules. Yeah, I know. Except, except you did. Oh. <laughs> so I guess the only running – I needed somebody in my running back spot, so it's got to be Laird. Man, I don't even know if he'll touch the ball. Um, and then for my other – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope they use Callaway and maybe he can do something for me. Uh, I'll put him in because I, I need a Hail Mary and maybe he can get me a long touchdown. That is the same mistake that I've made the past two weeks. Yeah, but he so wasn't active. I, I actually hope he does play. Like I, I hope all of these players do well. So True. <laughs> and I'm going to win Fantasy Camp th- this year anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, I guess that leaves me. You've already won. Receiver. You have like nine wins. <laughs> yeah, I do need a, I need a wide receiver. So uh, I am going to take, I guess, Perry. I, I can see him getting some gadget, gadget plays this week. Maybe we'll see some of that stuff. So uh, I'll take Malcolm Perry. Um, and then for my defender, I will take, uh, I'm going to go Emmanuel Agba. I bet he Ooh, gets nice. to, uh, but he gets to lock a little bit on, uh, on Sunday. So, uh, I think Agba will get to him just in time for him to throw it up in the air and, uh, X to grab one or two. So I'll take, I'll take Xavier Howard. Um, you know, what's funny. 
Perry's going to definitely score on a stupid gadget play because I've taken him the last two weeks or three weeks <laughs> expecting that. And now you have him because I took Callaway, who you've had on your team without him even being active and still beat me. Oh, not, you know, it's just, I just love the song. I don't think I love the game anymore. <laughs> like I said, uh, I hope they all do well. That's that, that's all that really matters. Um, all right, so that brings us to the end of fantasy camp. Fantasy um, camp. How are your uh, my my actual fantasy football teams are doing ex- exceptionally well this year, and I don't want to uh, to talk about them too much because we do have I have yeah, yeah. been told by our listeners that no one likes to hear about your fantasy teams. Yes, but everybody. Uh, but I've done exceptionally well in fantasy them. football this year, so it's not just it's not just you, Rob. I'm I'm crushing everybody. I've got I've got four teams. One team is crushing. Um, the other three are scraping by, hoping for a playoff spot. They're like like so. Um. I'm not doing very well. So if you include, I have two, two actual fantasy teams. And if we include fantasy camp, I have lost two games <laughs> all season, one That's... game in one game in this league, one game in our other league. And I am undefeated in my work league. That, uh, That's pretty great. Actually. It's been a pretty strong showing. I, I hope, I hope my teams carry it through and, and finish off strong as well. So um, the one, the yeah, one very, thing very I'll... pleased with my, my, my fantasy performance this year. The one thing I'll throw out there for our fantasy folks. So one of my leagues, it, it's a deep league and people were hesitant about doing it because with the deep league, it's an extra pain with all, you know, when you have all this COVID thing going on and stuff. So we switched it this year to a best ball league where basically you don't set your lineup. Your best lineup is what goes. And it's actually been really fun. Like, I don't know if, if I'd want it to be my only league, but having a best ball league is a ton of fun. So if you ever wanted to, like, you're like, oh, I don't want to join another league because I've got too much. You don't have to do the thinking of setting the lineup. And then you get to pick those guys like like Amari Cooper, who's like, will score 30. Well, went with Dak, he'll score 30 and then zero. You don't care when he scores zero because you've got other guys to put in and you, you kind of can build your team a little different. But it's a lot of fun not having to worry about setting the lineup. I, I yeah that that is nice that 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 does sound nice so especially this um, year with the with the with the the mess of like whole like we didn't even talk about it but I think the Raiders entire defense is like not practicing because of COVID or at least their defensive line like there's all it has of, been a crazy year yeah. and we've been the Dolphins have lucked out they did they did miss uh, Christian Wilkins on Sunday uh, who was on the COVID list and I believe uh, Lynn Bowden as well and we also um, were missing coaches again that's another another nod to this coaching staff I mean. <laughs> We outcoached the Chargers, and we were they were they were shorthanded. So, man, very true. So, Coach of the year, I would right? like to take some time. We, we say we're going to do this every week, and we we never do. But let's let's give uh, the uh, the social media a shout out. So, <laughs> so our you can follow us on Twitter at tblowhole on Twitter. Um, you can also email us at theblowholeradio at gmail.com. So that's theblowholeradio, all one word, <laughs> at gmail.com. And, and then the you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, which is the Blowhole Podcast. So Blowhole Podcast on Instagram, at T Blowhole on Twitter, and then the Blowhole Radio at gmail.com. We did get uh, an email from one of our, our oldest and loyalist listeners, uh, Scott. All right. Scott came back uh, this week and dropped us a nice note. I haven't had a chance to respond yet, but I always do. Uh, so if you guys ever do want to email us and talk about anything or mention anything you want to hear about on the show, please send it through to uh, to the Gmail address we just said. 
Um, you're guaranteed a response from me. It might not be might not be right away, but you will definitely get a response. And if you tweet us or tweet at us or any of that stuff, you will you will also get a, a response right away. Um, we don't do much on Instagram except post funny memes and stuff like that. So if you like NFL memes and you like to laugh, you should follow us on on Instagram as well. We are starting to get a little bit of a fan base and following on the on the social media, Rob. So um, nice. So that's that's good. Yeah, I'm 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 pleased with our our fan base growing, even though, you know, I, I don't sound as good as I used to because I'm not in the studio recording with you anymore. Yeah, that's your fault. But, I know. But, totally you, my but fault. it only took you eight weeks to get a headset and not just. Yeah, talk I've been listening to it. It sounds better, but I, it doesn't sound as as good as I thought you were making it sound that it was going to sound. Yeah, it didn't. But I thought it should. Maybe it's, it's probably that cheap thing you bought. It, it was the it was the most expensive one they had at Target, Rob. <laughs> Target? You can't I mean, shop Walmart, at Target. Sorry. OK, I was going to say. <laughs> they actually they don't there's no there's no walmarts out here because it's just too too <laughs> everything's too expensive so they can't have those low those low those everyday low low prices they can't really have those out here oh it's a shame that means you're, hey. you're that's you're living fancy if there's no walmarts yeah i know that's that that is how how I've, fancy it is out here I've so are you caught up on mandalorian yet i am i watched the uh, two and three last night excellent yeah i, I thought the last one was particularly good um, I thought episode two was a lot of fun. I, there was some, some, uh, I guess, some internet backlash on that for uh, one, I guess, baby eating Yoda the eating babies. the eggs and, and two, everything. it being just kind of a pointless, like doesn't move the plot along very much. But but that's I like that about the show. They have those episodes that are just like one off adventures, which is cool, I thought. And I love the ice fighters. I thought they were like super scary. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it, the it, X-Wing chase was cool, too. I thought I thought it was I, I really thought it was a, good, a great episode. I thought Baby Yoda eating the eggs was cute. I didn't think it was that, you know, I thought it was funny. I mean, I thought it was funny too, but it was also like, oh my God, that that's the last of this, the whole species and he's just eating them. That's, yeah. But then you get to see in, in the third episode, they were able to, they yeah, made their babies. They still had enough. I'm surprised he didn't eat those too. He's a, he's a disgusting little thing. He's hungry. He's, <laughs> he's a growing, he's growing and he used the force. He uses he's, the force so much. It takes a lot out of him. He's, he's only eat. 50. He barely uses the force. He hasn't used it that much this year. He did use it to move the eggs around, which I thought was oh. funny. <laughs> he was trying to get them to come out of the container so he could eat them. Uh, the one, the one thing that was the uh, what you just said is like sometimes they have the. It cracks me up that like, when the, uh, so was it in the the space pirate one where the uh, where Starbuck shows up from from Battlestar Galactica, and they're like, well, we need you to we'll give you what you need, but you have to help us first. And he's like, what? And I'm like, well, how are you surprised? This is literally every tank place you go is is like a video game. They're like, we'll give you what you need for your quest, but you must help us with our side quest first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, I I don't know. I think it's fun. It's fun. I've I've really enjoyed it. Um, I. I I just I love the way it looks too. Um, yeah, they've done they've done a phenomenal job. But the, the third episode, I feel like that this this most recent one was uh, was probably my favorite of the season so far. I um, saw, and it was directed by uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. I saw um, I that. She did a fantastic job. Um, really cool to see the uh, the other Mandalorians and kind of learn that they're. I was kind of curious about that because I was just Boba Fett never you. really took off his helmet, but Jango Fett took his helmet off quite a bit. And then in the in the Clone Wars cartoons, all the Mandalorians took their helmets off all the time. So right. So, um, I, was, so I was going to ask you. I didn't know if there was any kind of already lore about it, but it seems like he's part of some crazy 
cult almost like a Mandalorian cult of uh, that is what raised him. They're a little different than the others. There is only one way. Yeah. I, I loved that. That was cool. I, I liked the little, the little quips back and forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. And I liked, I, I liked their characters as well. Um, you know, it was the, the action sequence was great when they were, you know, the heist scene, um, you know, the, uh, the Imperial officer that kills himself was, was, was good. It was, yeah, it was, it was a fun, just a, a good. Who, Bosch? You, know, you mean Bosch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was Bosch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. It was a good, uh, it was a good episode. Looking forward to him uh, finding uh, Rosario Dawson next week or this week, actually in a couple of days. Oh, really? Should be fun. Nice. Yeah. Looking forward so, to that. Um, you watch anything else? Good. Anything, uh, anything new come across your, uh, come across your desk yet rob uh, on, the, on the old tv no nothing I've, I've i had to catch up on a bunch of uh john oliver's i didn't even i am actually still behind but i had to watch the last one because i'm like well this one's at least fresh i don't want to i'll go back and watch the old ones it's hard to watch pre-election complaining after the election so i'm like i'll just go here that makes a lot of sense yeah all right well i hope everyone has a fantastic rest of their week uh, we're hoping for a, you know another big dolphin win on Sunday. They should make short work of the Broncos. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they do, and uh, hopefully that gets them to six wins in a row and seven and three. Insane. Uh, which would put them the the Bills are on by, so that puts them in a tie for first place. If we if we can pull, if we can win now, this, we should win. But you know the better team doesn't always win. So, but I think Flores will keep them focused, and he'll do what needs to be done. Yeah, that is the way. Let's hope. Let's keep the keep hope alive. And uh, seven and three is is in our grasp. It's exciting. All right, everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. Go Finns! Let's go Finns!